0: Right now, let's chat the Socceroos World Cup squad that was announced yesterday. There have been whispers and innuendo around who was going to be selected and who was going to be left out. We're only uh, just over two weeks away from Australia's first game against France. That's on November 23rd. There's a few veterans that are not there, players that we familiarise ourselves with when we talk about the Socceroos and maybe a new generation of players have been selected in this squad by Graham Arnold. Let's get Paul Wade's perspective. He's a former Socceroos captain and a star of his country. He's been good enough to join us here on the show. Good morning to you, Paul.
1: And a very good morning to you, sir.
0: How do you find this World Cup squad on paper? I guess we'll find out in time, Paul, how they go. But on paper, what do you make of Graham Arnold's squad?
1: Yeah, you know what, It's. Uh, I think everybody look at the squad and then think of 2005 to 2006 World Cup squad and go, nah, we're rubbish. So on a piece of paper, you'd probably think, yeah, you know what, it's come from all over the world, we're not playing at the highest level, there's a lot of players being picked who have not played a lot of uh, time, but you know, you made the point there on paper, and that's the difference. It's not on paper, and it's amazing. If it was in a league competition, if you were playing 15, 20 games, yeah, we get hammered. But in a one-off, smash and grab against Tunisia, Denmark and France, anything is possible. I'm I'm not excited, but I'm not really disappointed by the players that have been selected.
2: Paul, is it um, names don't mean anything, it's about form?
1: Yeah, it is about form. But then uh, <laughs> I, th- I also think, because there's been a lot of criticism, that Arnie was talking about form and uh, the number of minutes you play, how fit you've got to be. And then he's picked players that haven't done that or haven't been playing a lot of game time. But you know what else comes into it? Loyalty. You know, when you've got players who go out of their way every time the Socceroos play to give up their spot back in their, in the country that they play in the hope that they might one day get to the word, They've got to be re- rewarded, Do you know? It, uh, things like that. There's a lot of talk about goalkeepers. Mitch Langerak is, is absolutely killing it for his club. And uh, Matty Bryan is not. Hasn't played anywhere near as many minutes. But are you going to give Matty Bryan the flick? No. He's the captain of the country, and he's done everything he can over the last however many years. So loyalty is a major part of what Graham Arnold has brought to the table here. You know, the facts he might have changed every now and again, but who says something two months ago and still backs it up today? Not many things changed, not many things stay the same. Everything changed.
2: Well, what about Tom Rogic? I mean, we know how good a player he is and, and what he, he's done at Celtic and others, but is it sort of just... The way events have happened, that he hasn't been able to get into a side and 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 play as much, is would you have thought that they may have just taken him, knowing the ability that he's got, and giving that opportunity to get right by this time next or next year?
1: <laughs> no, nah, I've just talked about uh, loyalty, and uh, you know, in, with mental health issues that we've all got, uh, I, I'm not going to go into that area, but. Mate, I'm the the coach of the national team and somebody doesn't turn up and somebody doesn't tell me why they don't turn up and why they're not going to play. I'm not going to pick you. I don't care how good you are. Do you know what I mean? Uh, And that's that loyalty thing. Yes, you've got to be fit. You've got to be fast because we are playing three three games in, what, nine, ten days. I don't know what it is, but, yeah, loyalty. I think sometimes loyalty is dead. Well, not with Graham Arnold.
0: We're chatting to Paul Wade. Uh, he's a former Socceroos captain. He's offering his perspective on the World Cup squad of 26 that was announced yesterday by Graham Arnold for Qatar, the first game against France in just over two weeks' time. Uh, 11 of the 26 players chosen in the squad have got 10 caps or fewer at international level, Paul. Is that a concern or is that the exciting part of it that these guys are, are untested at international level and they might surprise? <laughs>
1: Yeah. Look, honestly, it's it's amazing. I remember uh, it was a, uh, a Brazilian coach. He said, "You might be the most skillful footballer in the world, but unless you can handle that pressure of expectation, then really you are going nowhere." Uh, and it's true. You know, you might have experienced campaigners, and, and I was playing a while, and I always used to feel horrible before a game. But it was it was just that feeling that I was able to live with because we're all going to get stressed and whatever, but can you can those players experience that before a game, two, two days before, take it into the game and not let it ruin their game? Uh, so experienced campaigners, they, they struggle too. So to have somebody else walk in there with that freedom of, I don't know what I'm in for here, but I tell you what, I'm looking forward to it, that's a sort of good attitude, I think.
2: Garan Cole is one of those. Um, who else is are those sort of... Players that we, you know, just got to keep an eye on that they, they may just sort of have this breakout game that uh, people think that age may not have uh, allowed
1: them. Yeah, yeah it's, um, I don't know, I'm looking at Mr. Duke and uh, Irvine Moy, um, right thing. Yeah, maybe. Because I think one of the biggest problems that we do have is the the mix-up at the back with the four. There are so many combinations that Arnie could have picked in the back four. It's going to be interesting to see when you're up against the likes of Giroud and Mbappe and Griezmann, all playing for France at the highest level, Paris Saint-Germain, AC Milan, and that's go Madrid. That is going to be a big test. It really is. So, you know, maybe... Tommy Deng might be the one who clears the ball off the line to get a 1-0 win against France. Who knows? Let's dream, boys. Let's
0: dream. Absolutely. When there's a World Cup around the corner, we do dream because we think back to 2006 and how special that was for the country and for football fans, and that's the magic of World Cups. We're seeing it with a Cricket World Cup here in our country right now, Paul, that things can happen that maybe you don't expect.
1: Yeah, it's great, especially if you're given the freedom by a coach to go out and do something. So many coaches will say to you, no, this is what you're going to do and you're going to do this and, do, and you, you box them. And so they go out there thinking, right, well, I've got to do this and I've got to do that. But I, well, I think Arnie has that. He did it with Sydney FC. That's why he's so successful. He just has a more relaxed approach to a game. And if he can just get it into their minds that, yes, it is a World Cup. And there are a billion people watching this. But just be the player that you play for your club, Melbourne City, Matthew Leffey, whoever. Um, yeah, look, freedom, freedom. Get away from all that uh, that tension. Just go out and enjoy yourselves, boys. It's amazing. We got beat by Fiji uh, many, many years ago, and 1-0 in a World Cup qualifier. And it's possible, boys, that goal is eight yards by eight feet. <laughs> It's not that easy to
0: hit the back of. Hey, Paul, um, what do you know about Keanu Backus and Cameron Devlin? Because they're based, they're Scotland-based midfielders. They've played one match each for the Socceroos and they've been included in the squad as part of this, this newer brigade. Do you know much about those two?
1: No, to tell you the truth. <laughs> That's a good question. No, I wish I did. But you know that the great thing is... And I'll always back Arnie. I, I know, Arnie, I, you know... I love, I could quite easily sit down and have a meal with Arnie and chat on. Uh, sometimes I think we've got to give uh, him the benefit. What is it he knows that we don't? By picking those two players, what has he found out about those two? Um, as he, He's obviously talked to them. What's their state of mind? Things that you and me will never find out. But he's got this sixth sense that, yeah, you know what, you two... I think you can add something. And I love that. That's, that's the, the mystery of all, all of this, isn't it?
2: I think listening to you, that that is the whole thing. It, it is a bit of a mystery. I don't think people are sure. Haven't they? We, everyone looked at the squad and thinking, OK, there's youth there. Um, we just don't know what to expect.
1: No, we don't. And that's, uh, that's Arnie's job. And he'll love me. He'd be more than happy to say, yep, I'll live and die by the choices that I've made. So, yeah, we don't. We're not privy to those conversations over the phone. We're not privy to that that training session or that team meeting we had or that opinion that he gave. You know, we sit here and see a piece of paper and we got a name on it and we, we remember the World Cup or the the, uh, the I don't know the A League Grand Final. Oh, he played well, but that's not the same player. Arnie is across it today, not yesterday, not the day before. He's across it today, and what can happen in the future? And I love that. I love that. I'm glad that Arnie is standing up about what people say and said. No, this is my opinion. This is the best chance we've got of getting out of this group stage. Honestly, boys, if we get out of the group stage, give us the World Cup. Uh, And I'm not. I'm not. I'm not uh, being. Uh, sarcastic there that'll be like winning the World Cup to get out of the group stage I'll be so proud if they do
0: yeah it is a tough group and you outline the teams they've got and and France up first is certainly the most challenging of those games who was the most unlucky to miss out we always say oh so and so was unlucky not to be selected but for you Paul who was the most unlucky not to make the squad
1: oh I thought uh, Taggart was a little bit unlucky you know he's played such a a good part. him and Mitch Duke up front um I don't know. It's, I would love to have had Trent Sainsbury in there only because of his experience, even if it's experience off the ground. I think, uh, but hey, they've been to so many World Cups, certainly uh, more World Cups than uh, anybody else has imagined. No, no, you know, Conor Metcalf, I thought he might have. Tilio. he might have been uh, a bit of a dark horse, mightn't he? But uh, when you've got Almavil and Laffey and Goodwin and Boyle up front in those positions, you think, yeah, you know what? There's always time for him.
0: Well, we don't have to wait too much longer, Paul. It's only a couple of weeks away. That first game, Australia set to head to Qatar to start their preparations. Um, what what should we set ourselves as far as a realistic expectation for this team?
1: Well, look, I'm going to say let's be optimistic here. Why why would we bother going if we're not going to be? Um, We'll steal a point off France. Um, Tunisia. I tell you what, if we steal a point off France, Tunisia might be our toughest game <laughs> because uh, their boys will be on such a high. No, let's, let's get a three against Tunisia and hang on, hang on against Denmark. Um, just to give you an idea, Tunisia beat uh, they beat China. Oh, sorry, yeah, they beat China two nil and they beat Japan three nil in June at the Kieran Cup in Japan. They are they got hammered by Brazil 5-1 but if you think Tunisia are going to be a walkover uh, think again. So I'm I'm, I'd love four points if we get four points we'll get out
0: And then from there the possibilities are amazing and endless. Paul uh, we hope to see (laughs) Australia go well over these next few weeks at the World Cup and we appreciate you breaking down the squad for us this morning
1: Good on you, boys. Keep up the good work. See ya.
0: Have a good day. Paul Wade joining us this morning here on Sports Breakfast.